Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is ESPN Radio. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Good morning, indeed. Welcome to the Thursday edition of ESPN Radio this morning. You got my man Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on ESPNU, presented by Progressive Insurance. And I have some bad news for everybody. Before we talk about we what's going Mr. on in the West, night of sports Mr. last West, night. Yeah. It, it, Jay's a little up-tempo now, but coming into the show this morning, uh, he was feeling a little peaked. No bueno. Yeah, he, Jay came in. Oh, Wait, hey, before you start. Que pasa, papi? Nunito! There you go. See, not see, that, That's what he did not sound like when he walked into the building that's this what morning. Up to my guy. That's right, Nuno, Nuno da, da Producer. Yes, Nuno da Producer, the the mighty producer. See, Nuno's always energized. Is he? Because I saw your video this morning. He didn't seem energetic. He's always energetic. I saw your pre-show. I saw your pre-show. He's always. You know, Content that you're delivering we, morning we, by we, morning, where I see Nunito we, play host. Yeah, we, we always like want to do that. It's actually the Thank favorite you. part of my drive into work. <laughs> I'm like, what is Nunito going to tell me that I'm talking about today? <laughs> let's let's look at this rundown live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nuno wants to be big in the community, and that's his way to be bigger in the community. No one's hating on that one, but you're feeling a little bit less peaked because Jay will like yours truly, Freddie Coleman, and also Nuno, our producer. We were up pretty late last night watching U.S. women's soccer having a 1-1 tie with the Netherlands. Yeah, we, I mean, we played better in the second half. First yeah. off, my wife, Nikki, is a, is a, is a bona fide footballer. She is really? like, it's funny. She's super passionate about it. She just yells random beep okay. at the screen, like all the time. Well, hold on a second. That woman that I met last year. Oh, yeah, when you that's guys her. The two oh, on two. passionate, fiery. Really? Yeah, like kind of crazy. Like, and... And it's funny, like, just listening to her commentary, I'm like, I need to find a way to put you on TV instead of the people I see on Fox, because it would make it way more entertaining. Wow. Please. Wow. Going but, like, Roosevelt got it done. Like, when Roosevelt is in the game, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. We actually, it feels like we are a better team. She's and our touches started. are better. Yep. And obviously that corner, and then obviously you got, you know, uh, Haran. Haran when she got the, the header towards the near post. Sensational shot, by like, the way. But, like, we came out in the first half, and it's like, ah. Oh. It's like the way I saw us in the first game. I'm like, we just, we're not that good. Well, I think we're it's not because, that good. And there's time, yeah. obviously, but it doesn't feel like we're the elite of the elite, like the other teams in the past yeah. have been. I hear what you're saying, and it's a fair point, but when you have a youth movement that's going on, Understood. you got Trinity Rodman. I'm all about Sonya Trinity Smith. Rodman. Yeah, well, Sonya Smith as well, making plays yes. all over the place. Sophia Smith, yeah. Lavelle is definitely their fire starter, and Haran's their leader. And you saw when she got her back up. Everybody followed exactly. her lead. So I hear what you're saying because we're used to seeing in the past with Rapino, Carly Lloyd, all those monstrosities of the way, Midway. I go way, way back. Oh, you go back to Mia Hamm I mean, and I all that. I, I mean, yeah, Mia Hamm. Uh, but Fowdy. also, I, I lived with Abby Wambach on Hermosa okay. Beach. All right. Like some of the stories I have about Abby are really? like, Abby is the assassin of all assassins. Really? Like, and I see her now with her wife. Now, I love that. I just love who she is as a person. Uh-huh. But Abby used to be the best to go out to bars with in Hermosa Beach. And oh, kick really? Her. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, I'm like, Abby 2, J. Will 0. Okay, so is there a story that you want to share <laughs> no, that you can't share? No, I'm I just glad. love Abby. You just it's love just, Abby? All right. I love my Abby. Okay. And so then, I, you know, I was going through that. And then, obviously, this morning we were talking a lot about... Uh, uh-huh. 
about I, I feel like I'm being recruited by people that are not in the group in Westport, the city that I live in. Excuse the me. Black Fathers group. There's a BFG? I haven't been recruited. Yeah. I haven't been recruited by the group yet, but I feel like I've been recruited by everybody that doesn't look like they belong in the group. Well, I know for those who don't know Westport, Connecticut and just Google it, you may say. The Black Fathers group is right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not is. a lot of us, right? But like, when you're being recruited by like older white ladies, I'm like, how do you know about the group and the leadership of the group? And I Hold don't. On a second, wait a minute. Wait, this is the wait. This stop. is the Black Fathers. Group. How do stop. you know about wait, it? Stop. And stop. Hold on. I a second. don't know about it. Wait a minute. The recruiting is happening and not from yeah, somebody. Like, random, like Starbucks drive-throughs. Like, yo, Jay, you part of the group? I'm like, you're 13. You're 13. How do you Wait. know about the group? And you got on Crocs. Nothing wrong with Crocs. I like Crocs. I get it. Well, Crocs, that's the footwear, the official footwear of Westport. I'm surprised Crocs would not. If I saw somebody not in Crocs in Westport, I'd, I'd say, you must not live here. Yeah, it's fine. You're not from here. It's fine. You know, and so, you know, I feel a little bit slighted. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, I imagine when I tell this story today, some of you are like, oh, you belong in the Black Fathers group, Jay. I'm sure we're going to get some of those callers. I'm like, well. I think you should have been a first-round pick already. <laughs> I, I feel like I should have been at least the second pick. Exactly. At least the second pick. What kind of lottery drawings going on? Nah, I don't know what's BMG going on. the BMG Westport. So in between that and I watched the blackening yesterday. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my girl, oh. Tracy Oliver. I've known Tracy Oliver for a while now. Okay. She's a writer, producer, director. Right. Uh, she co-wrote um, Girls Trip. You seen Girls oh, Trip? Hundreds of yeah, times. Yeah, went to school with Issa Rae okay. at Stanford. So right. good. Came out this movie called The Blackening, which is great. Yeah. Like all these guys, like, you know, a whole bunch of black friends going uh-huh. to the woods on Juneteenth, which is just which, like. Which will never end well. It's such an oxymoron because exactly. I don't rock with the woods like that, first off. Nobody I don't feel should. comfortable. No, the woods are undefeated. On Juneteenth? Why? Just think about <laughs> that's that. That's the plot. That's, hey, the, that's, that's the, the plot, plot device. Hence the blackening. It's. Um, <laughs> So I watched that. So it was just one of those type of days yesterday. You know who you, you know? remind me of? And then we got Everybody Hates Chris here in the studio with us this morning. What are you talking about? Javante. That's the first thing I thought. Everybody Hates Chris. Why would you think Everybody that? Hates Chris, that is a new one. That's yeah, a new, that's new one. one to it, my it list. looks a little bit like Tyler Williams. Yeah. I can yeah. see it a little bit now. Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, I, see, I can see Give it a little bit Give him a single now. shot. Yeah. Put this man on yeah, TV yeah, right I, now. I, I can see it now. Alan Gates yeah. is he going, he's definitely going to D.C. definitely a new one to my list. I don't yeah. have to ask. Yes. I heard a lot of them. Yeah, because yeah, okay. he, doesn't, he doesn't like Tyler James Williams now, the one that plays on Abbott Elementary. But back then, back then everybody yeah, hates Yeah, back then. Yeah, I yeah. see. Oh, everybody hates Chris. Yeah, I see. Alan Gates is, you know, he's off in Chocolate City, you know, D.C., getting ready. DC. For the Drake concert, and, God, that, you know, that, and now we got our guy Javante. Yeah, with us we today. got we got Javante, aka you know everybody hates Chris, Chris in the building. Yeah. We got Alan Yates on his lust for trust when it comes to lust another Drake concert trust. this Jeez. weekend down in Washington D.C. He, I, I'm a fan of people. By the way, Jay wins Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. I'm a fan of people. That's different with his lust for trust when it comes to Drake. Can we please not get into Alan Gates' personal bag here? I'm not getting his personal bag. His we know who he trust. is. We know, with Drake, we lover know who boy. he is. He's lover boy. You, all right, that, lover that boy, that, lust for trust. That That's whole, who Alan that Yates is. That whole album was made for him. You he know tells this. us that all the time. You know this. All the time. This man up here reciting every lyric. He lives it. Yeah. He breathes it. The sad part is we have to live it and breathe it with him. <laughs> That's the sad part. I just want to be recruited by the Black Fathers group. That's well, all. I'll put it this way. As much love as they should have for you, they should show you the same kind of love that the Angels are guessing showing Shohei Atani. They're not going to put him on the trade deadline. Well, you got to be on the team first to be retained. 
Well, I'm just true. trying to get on the squad. I'm saying that, that you're trying to find that love <laughs> yes. from them that okay. Shohei is finding, even uh, though I don't think he's going to re-sign with them once the season is over. No, where his bidding, yeah, yeah. that floor is at 55 million, going up from there. <laughs> whoever's going to get him, whether it's the Dodgers, Yankees, Giants, Seattle Mariners. So the Angels are treating him the way that you should be treated by the Let local chapter like, in Westport. This is like. You know, I know a lot of people, because we have Buster only on a couple of times. He was yep. like, well, the value is so high right now. Wouldn't you trade him? Mm-hmm. But if you have a superstar, like the biggest star in the sport. No doubt. From a ticket sales perspective, from a merchandise perspective. I, I mean, even from just a, an evaluation of a franchise. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if you have two guys. on the, like, don't you yeah. try to retain them as much as possible? You should. Because that is the movement of the future. You should because the Angels, no matter what they try to say, they've made a lot more money off of Shohei Otani in terms of jersey sales. When he goes to the ballpark on the road, they get 40% of the gate. People don't realize that. The Major League Baseball teams, visiting teams get 40% of the gate, which means that the more people that are there, the more money you're going to get when you're Los Angeles Angels. It doesn't matter if he's playing in Detroit. Tampa Bay, New York, they're making a lot of money on Shohei Otani. Why would you allow that guy to not have a price that you can't match if you're the Angels? If you want to be relevant, if you want to be, have some kind of relevancy, not just to Major League Baseball, Jay, but even in that city, that's always going to be a Dodgers town. you got to stop being sick and tired of being the Clippers to the Lakers that are the Dodgers. you got a guy that is the biggest star. Let's be honest. Other, he's bigger than LeBron James in Los Angeles. He is Shohei Otani in terms of being a worldwide figure right mm-hmm. now. He is a bigger figure in Los Angeles because people are wondering if he doesn't stay, then what are the Angels doing? If he does stay, he makes them at least have some kind of relevancy because he's become a worldwide figure playing for the Los Angeles Angels and not the Dodgers in that city. Well, what is your digital relevancy, right? Because even though people are going hard at the Angels, you're still putting the Angels' name in your mouth. Like, And, and let, let's be real about it. Like, we're going to keep it a buck. I like baseball. Like, I've turned into a baseball fan since I've started doing this show over the past two and a half years, right? right. I find myself in the box with Uncle Stevie all the time with our, with our New York Mets. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this implosion happen in real time. Steve Cohen, he, right. he did like kind of a, a so, Uncle Stevie. sort of name drop. You I know. call him Uncle Stevie. That's fine. That's you, the life you, I live. You can do Welcome that. Welcome to this world, okay? I, I'm not right. hating on it. So it's He's Uncle Steve Stevie. Cohen to us. He's Uncle, He's Stevie, Uncle Stevie to you. Okay, so like, look, I, I, I get it, but when you start – paying attention at a national level. When are we really talking about baseball at a high level, at a national level? When we start getting into like the pennant race, right? When we start getting into the World Series. Yeah, September. Like court, right, yeah. September. Yeah. So baseball is becoming a local sport, right? To agree. You hear it on a lot of local channels. Yeah, you're right. right. So what are the biggest names in the sport that are making us talk about it on a national scale? There's only one. Shohei Otani. There's only one. That's what one. I'm talking about. And he, I might try to that. So uh, that's, that's the reason why the Angels' names are are coming out, the Angel name itself is coming out of your mouth. It's because it has the most relevant player in the sport. And if you're the Los Angeles Angels, I I think they did the right thing by pulling him off the trade deadline market because that sends a signal to him that we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that you're going to be happy here and we're going to get players. Just give us a little bit more time. They're going to get Galito from the Chicago White Sox. That should be a message to show you, Tony, that they're not just going to stamp at and hope that you'll be able to carry us across the finish line to get to the playoffs. But when you have a star like that, you have a no, – he's not a star. When you have a super, super, superstar like that, he goes to Shohei Otani, you got to do everything you can in your power to say, we want to keep you, and whatever the price is, 
We're going to match that price and figure it out later. You let him walk out the door for nothing and don't even try to put a price out there that he can't turn his eyes and ears away from, then what are you doing if you're the Los Angeles Angels? You hear that, Black Fathers group in Westport? You hear that? You do whatever you need to do to keep him on your team. That's all. Time to go to break. (laughs) The local BFG. Ignoring Jay Williams in Westport, Connecticut. You can always join the chat anytime you want on Twitter. Jay's handle at Real Jay Williams. My handle at Coleman ESPN. Don't forget the phone number as well, whether you're part of the BFG or not in Westport at Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. We use the word relevant when it comes to Shohei Atani. But which pro franchise, which pro, what, what, let me try what, it again, what, take two, what? which pro sports franchise is. is the one that is the least relevant, that matters the least? We'll let you know what we think. You can let us know what you think at 888-729-3776. Which pro sports franchise is the one that matters the least? Tongue twister. It really, it got it. Only for me, not for anybody else. That's next. Jay Wynn, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do approved? This is ESPN Radio. Bring me back, baby. Look at that. Taking you back in the day, huh? Who's the black sheep? Get it? Dress of the uh, black sheep will never, ever get old to me. Can I tell you the most disappointing part of the last two minutes during the break? What's that? Is that while Nunito was bringing up pictures uh-huh. on our screen of the Black Fathers group in Westport. The BFG. I saw my friend Chad. Yes, my friend Chad. So your friend who, Chad is who there? Who was part of the group. So your friend Chad I've known Chad, Chad is for there. three years. Chad didn't text me, didn't say anything at all. Wow. I don't understand. He ghosted you out of a group. He didn't... Uh, he really did. I just got a. I got some, a lot of stuff to figure out after some the show friend, today. You got his number, right? Oh, you trust and believe. I sent. I sent his ass a text. <laughs> Six. Wow. Thirteen a.m. Really? Saying what the is going on, Chad? He's gonna wake up Chad, to that text. His phone's C-H-A-D gonna melt. in all caps. Chad. Man. Not too many brothers named Chad. By yeah, the way. Yeah, that's. That's another reason why you should be in the BFG in, in Westport. Seriously. My name's Jay. No, My I'm just saying. More brotherly like no, I'm just saying. If there's a if there's a brother <laughs> named Chad, a Chad in the BFG, then there should be a brother named Jay in the BFG in Westport. Seriously, what are we doing here? Leave Chad alone. Hey, leave Chad alone. You texted him. <laughs> I just put his name in caps. That's all I said. I got to leave Chad alone, but he's the one that put his name in caps, saying, "You know what to believe." But I'm the problem. 
Jay Williams, Freddie <laughs> Coleman here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Oh. Don't forget about us and tune in and at ESPNU. Now, Jay's not worried about being relevant to BFG. That day's going to happen. But Nuno, our producer, brought this up, and I thought it was a great, great question we saw last night preparing for the show and even this morning. In terms of baseball, basketball, and football, we know plenty of franchises get all the love they can handle. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, New York Knicks, Los Angeles Dodgers, Chicago Bulls, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But out of those three, those big three, baseball, basketball, and football, in your mind, what is the least relevant franchise? You can't flip it on me because I literally said, I, I know okay. what mine is, but you told me uh, that you, yours is in basketball. Which I got one. I, yeah. I find it hard to okay. believe. Yeah. That a franchise in okay. where basketball and okay. football are. Right. I got the one. NFL, uh-huh. which one. is America's sport. Yep. We lead our show daily mm-hmm. with football. Right. Like the most team the most irrelevant teams that you think are irrelevant mm-hmm. are not because of the volume in which we talk about football. But I got one in the NBA. Tell me. And Jay said, you know, I'm gonna one hundred percent disagree with you. And I put my Jim Carrey movie the Batman movies. Disagree. Disagree with me, you say? Oh, I'm counting on it that you'll disagree with me. But it's the Orlando Magic. They're the least relevant franchise. Pablo Bencaro, rookie of the year. Okay, you know him. I know him. Average Joe and Josephine does not know him. Orlando you, has not been relevant since Shaquille O'Neal got them to the NBA Finals in the 90s. Okay. In terms of relevancy. I mean, Dwight Howard, he didn't make them relevant? He didn't. What? They got them to the NBA Finals, lost in five. Well, they got them to the NBA Lakers. Finals. Dwight Howard. They weren't relevant enough. Do you know the be... name Dwight Howard? I know the name Dwight Howard. Big... Yeah, Dwight yeah. Howard, who's yeah. playing yeah. overseas yeah. right now, yeah. like he's trying to come yeah. back and play. Yeah, Jameer Nelson. He was a superstar in that Pito team. Pito Turkoglu. I get yeah, it. I understand it. Superstar in that team. What do you mean? So that didn't make them relevant enough. They haven't been relevant. Well, how relevant do you need to be? Well, you got to be on people's people's mind and so the Charlotte Hornets like just went Michael Jordan is their team owner Lamelo Ball they're They're not relevant but they have an owner who's relevant they they have an owner who's relevant no doubt about it Dwight Howard wasn't relevant when he was playing not like that stop it not like that stop it not like not you mean Superman cape in the dunk contest. Not Why the people wasn't relevant? Not Freddie. along the lines of Shaquille O'Neal. I, I didn't say it was to those heights. I didn't say it was to those heights. That's my that's, that's my level. Super of relevancy, relevancy though. It, that's, that's that's like Kobe it, and it, Shaq it, relevancy. Jay Williams on Planet Freddie. That relevancy matters, and that relevancy is not there. The Orlando Magic that has not been seen since those guys got to the NBA Finals and lost in four games to the Houston Rockets in the nineties. They haven't been that relevant a franchise since, despite Dwight Howard. Okay. So I still find it, I completely disagree with you. And I, I knew you would. I think you're swimming hard on this one. I, you're swimming hard. I'm, you're stretching on I'm this I'm swimming one. like Katie Ledecky. I'm swimming pretty free. I don't know if you're swimming like I'm Katie Ledecky. Swi- don't, I'm don't swimming pretty free. No. There's nobody in the water but me? No. No, there's, there's nobody in the water but looking me. at you. Like, we're lapping you, looking at you like, are you sure no, you want to no, be in no, that lane? No, 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 okay. no. No, no, no. So I, 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 got, I got mine because I, I don't yours? think that there is, I don't think the most irrelevant team is applicable to either the NBA or the NFL. I, I think both those leagues have been able to maximize not only their linear footprint, like via TV, but also their social footprint and the way they've been able to build around okay. the way younger people consume media these days. I'm listening. Look I'm at the liking. NFL, look at the NBA on their just their social platforms and their currency. I, I, I say digital currency a right. lot, right? Digital footprint. High digital footprints for those two. The lowest digital footprint is the MLB. Right, we talk about them being more of a local sport. So I, I go to it, and I like Andrew McCutcheon a lot. But I, I go through the Pittsburgh Pirates, 
Like, I, I go to the last time that they actually were in a playoff was 2015. Mm-hmm. And, like, you take me through the last time, Oof. like, we've talked about Oof. the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm-hmm. Like, as a team that's been relevant. The, the Orlando the, Magic MLB? Just give it to the MLB. Have, when have they been relevant within Major League Baseball? When you think about the Pittsburgh Pirates, they had those teams in the early 90s, the late 80s, early 90s, with Bobby Bonilla, Barry Bonds, before he decided to leave to go to San Francisco, Andy Vance like They had some dudes, but they could never break through and win, and then all of a sudden they got cheap on everybody in Pittsburgh not paying players. I mean, Matt Scherzer's making $43 million this season. That's nearly as much as the roster for the Pirates. Think about it. It's nearly as much as the roster for the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's not like the Tampa Bay Rays, right, Right. who have had high level of success and haven't been spending. been going through ownership problems as well, by the way. I don't think that would have mattered. That's a new story for another day. (laughs) Yes, that wouldn't have mattered. But still, like, Matt Scherzer making $43 million in one season is almost the same amount of money yeah. that the roster is making for the Pirates. Yeah, and, and it's completely fair when it comes to the Pittsburgh Pirates, especially they have the, maybe the best baseball park in Major League Baseball. I've seen games there. That, that park is unbelievably fantastic. How does it see games there? But when if you don't put the kind of product out there in a town that wants to embrace that, they will not come out. Mike in Alabama wants to weigh in on this of baseball, basketball, and football who is the least relevant franchise? Mike, thanks for joining us at 888-729-3776 on ESPN Radio this morning. Hey, I appreciate y'all fellas. I watch y'all every morning. You beat me to it. Uh, you beat me to it on the Orlando Magic, man. <clears throat> but uh, I was saying baseball, how about the Colorado Rockies? That's a good one. And uh, I also want to say, I'm glad y'all started talking about baseball, man. I was like, when are they going to start See? talking about baseball? See? Because, Me too. Uh, Me too. It's, it's a lot of things going on in baseball that fell out there in uh, Cincinnati. Yep. I know we talked about Ellie De- La- Ellie De La Cruz in Cincinnati. Yeah, absolutely. That's a bad boy right there. No question. I mean, and, Cincinnati uh, was that until Ellie De La Cruz, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were winning this year. Here's the deal. You mentioned about Major League Baseball. Mike in Alabama, you, you thanks for Mike's the phone opinion, call. You see Mike's opinion? like, well, y'all start talking about baseball. It's yeah. like, but if we're going to talk about baseball, we got to make sure that it's something that High people – No question about it. The, the days are long gone where you can just break down baseball teams and what they're doing. You got to have that scratch to your name. For example, the Baltimore Orioles are a fantastic story. The average Joe and Josephine can't name one player in the Baltimore Orioles. Hardcore baseball fan. And baseball is the first, first sport that I ever loved. I was a baseball fan from the beginning based on my dad taking me to games, playing catch me in the backyard. I always treasure those moments when it comes to that. So I hate the fact that baseball is where it is now. But baseball has nobody to blame but themselves for relevancy compared to Major League, to the NFL, to also the NBA. And at times, even the NHL has rated better than a Major League Baseball game. Mm -hmm. How about Kevin Florida, real quick? Kevin Florida, you there? Hey, yes, sir. What you got? Uh, I got Oakland Athletics. AL West. 2876 record. That that's a good one. See, that, a lot that's of people another are going to be good calling one. them with MLB teams. That's but I a think good that one. one is off because aren't the fact that they're probably moving or they're trying to move. They're to, moving to Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, they're yeah, being like, Las Vegas. Here's yeah. the team, and I know we got to go break. That I thought about NBA wise. Yeah, the Indiana, Indiana Pacers. I know Jay. That's you know your your wife's family's from Indiana, but yeah. like that feels like an extremely irrelevant team. Some people may still think Reggie Miller plays for them. Oops. Yeah. And nobody knows who Bruce Brown is, even though, right? Like you know, he got 
He got a bag mm. to go there for two years from Denver, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, that, that's another one, good one. Keep fair. yeah, keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six and on Twitter at Real J Williams and at Coleman ESPN out of baseball, basketball, and football. What is the least relevant franchise and why? 888-729-3776. And we'll continue two days with a team that is not irrelevant in the National Football League, but they're trying to get back to the status when it comes to the Saints that they're used to without Sean Payton and a new quarterback. We'll get to the rhythm of the Saints at the J has this from O-O-O O'Reilly. The Brick Best brand family is growing at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Try to say that five times fast, Freddie. Their new brake best select pro brand raises the bar for best domestic brake pads and rotors with vehicle specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise canceling shims and stainless steel hardware for those who demand the best when choosing their brake parts. Brake best select pro professional grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Nailed it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is ESPN Radio. Hey, let's go do our job, man. NFL Nation 2 a day. Time is here. On ESPN Radio. The New Orleans Saints. 58. Go. This is Catherine Terrell covering the Saints. The focus will be on wide receiver Michael Thomas for the third straight training camp. Ankle and toe injuries have limited Thomas to only 10 regular season games since the 2020 season opener. Getting the 2019 Offensive Player of the Year back to full health would be a huge boost to the Saints. While Thomas hasn't officially practiced yet this year, it's been all positive progress off the field as he and new quarterback Derek Carr have already hit it off. The Saints and second-year head coach Dennis Allen are counting on this tandem to turn their hopes around after they finished 22nd in scoring offense last year and missed the playoffs for the second straight season. Countdown to kickoff with NFL Nation 2 on ESPN Radio.
Saints fans are tired of saying, ugh, and nah, and nah, nah. When it comes to their football team, they want their Saints to be the kind of Saints they're used to seeing. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us on ESPN. You and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. That's the biggest question to me. Not supposed to be Michael Thomas. I'll wait and take a wait-and-see approach with a guy who has the Twitter handle can't guard Mike. Derek Carr, we talk about Aaron Rodgers being motivated to show his former team what's what with the next moving on from the X. You know that Derek Carr wants to do the exact, exact same, same thing. thing when it comes to the Raiders saying, we're good without you. And Derek Carr's in New Orleans going, we'll see. Look, man, I, I think that the Saints are the most overlooked team right now in the NFL. Okay. Why? Um, because I think Derek Carr has something to prove coming from that Las Vegas situation. He's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. I think Dennis Allen, now after having a year under his belt as a head coach after being a D.C. for a while, and I know he had head coaching experience before, but still I, I think how to run the entire organization now, there's something for him to prove. I think the addition of Jamal Williams uh, alongside a guy like Alvin Kamara could stay healthy. I mean, Jamal Williams led the league in rushing touchdowns last year. You can ball Okay, man. so that's a guy that could punch it in in the red zone. And, you know— we used to always talk about this with Keyshawn and his nephew as it relates to Michael Thomas, right? They're somewhere in the south of France right now on a big <laughs> yacht. And I keep texting him like, yo, Key, I just if I'm gonna bet on your dudes, yeah. I need them to be I need Michael Thomas to be healthy. Right. I need him to play. Because with him on the field and Chris Olave, this is an offense that has a high ceiling in a division, frankly, that is theirs to lose. It's theirs to lose. So you should be looking at this team and the defense that we've always known their defense to be there. Uh-huh. That this is a year that I think they can make a lot of noise. You know, I'm glad you said about how this is their division to lose because player for player, they have the most talent anybody in the NFC. It's not the South of this year. It's going to be the South, S-O-U-F, because that division is not going to be any good. So when you're not that good, you lose a couple of letters in your division. So you're not the South. You're the South, S-O-U-F. That being said, they got a really good defense. Led by Tyron Matthews, still got juice in those legs. You got Cameron Jordan at defensive end. Keep an eye on Pete Werner. I think he's an underrated linebacker on the outside. But it goes back to that offense and having two motivated guys. If Mike, Michael Thomas can get anywhere to 75% of what he used to be, that's a top-level wide receiver. But that quarterback, Derek Carr, he's like, look, really? You decided, Josh McDaniels, that you'd rather have Jimmy usually injured Garoppolo to be your starting quarterback to make your team better instead of a guy who say who literally saved that organization when they're falling apart in 2021 with the whole John Gruden situation, mm-hmm. the Henry Ruggs the third situation, everybody else was running scared. Derek Carr saved that organization and oh by the way, got that team in the playoffs where there were a couple of bad penalties against them from beating Cincinnati on the road. And for his thanks, he got a lousy t-shirt and a ticket out of town. I can't wait to see exactly how he tries to make that work in New Orleans because when Derek Carr is right, he's not just an average quarterback. In top he's, 15? Right. He's an above-average quarterback. Top 15 quarterback in the league, yeah. I'm with you. And, and look at the other quarterback situations, right? So right, look at Marcus Mariota leaving, obviously, the Falcons, and now you got Desmond Ritter, right, down there with his team. Um, I'm going down to North Carolina to speak with the Panthers. I'm going to spend some time with Bryce Young on that? August 14th. So I'll talk about that quarterback, yeah. when I come back because I'm curious to see – how he kind of hits the ground running. And I'm also curious to stand next to him to see like what the actual size is, considering I'm 6'2". I want to see what his actual frame is. You got at least four inches on him, dude. And that's fine, but it doesn't mean that he can't be successful. Oh, and also, you're looking at Tom Brady not being there in that division anymore and what's going on with the Bucks and 
think it's a do or die year for their coaching staff as well. So I think there's a lot online. There's a lot of upside right. for a team like the Saints to make a lot of noise. I can't remember in recent memory where a division will have four new quarterbacks in one year. Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Bryce Young in Carolina. Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. And Derek Carr with the Saints. Eight wins. Eight, nine wins might make it a runaway in that division. That's how I mean, that's bad what it did last year. Be. That's what it was last year. That might be a three-game lead. Right? <laughs> that division. That might be a three-game lead. That's how the Bucs won it last year. I think they had like eight wins. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. nine. That yeah. won it. And, and got crazy. stomped by the Dallas Cowboys yes. in the playoffs. And Tom Brady said. Remember when everybody thought that was actually going to be a game? Remember we were, people, we were, well, the I, whole narrative leading up to that game was, I can't what lie. if, I, I can't what lie. if with his entire O-line, his center being out, that Tom Brady can pull off the miracle against the Dallas Cowboys yeah, I, I, Shut I that door quick. Jay Will, I can't lie about that. I'm a Cowboys fan. I thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are probably going to find a way to win that game or maybe better said. I think Jason was Cow- out that game, right? He was yeah, out. yeah, Dallas Cowboys are going to find a way to lose that game. Yeah, I, I had that narrative in my head, and they went out there and said, nope, not today. Defense wasn't having it, and Tom Brady said, all right, I'm good. I'm out. Beat up on them. <laughs> Move on. I'm moving on from that. Be the, by the way, speaking of people and teams, people weighing in on Twitter and also on the phone at 888-729-3776, most irrelevant team, team with the least amount of relevance, either Major League Baseball, the NFL, or the NBA. For example, Michael Noda says, irrelevant team, definitely the Arizona Coyotes in the mm. NHL. They don't even have an arena to play in. How come no no? How come we didn't put the NHL in the uh, the four major yeah. groups? How come we just went with MLB, ML, MLB, NH, NBA, and NFL? Yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, good question. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because I felt like it would be unfair, and I think it'd be like so everyone's just gonna pick an NHL team, right? Like it's okay. be like oh, it's so and so. Okay, that's right. Don't don't throwing water in the drowning man. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus one of the things we want to do it's. You know, it's early in the morning. Let's rile people up. Like, yeah, hey, well, yeah. you, you, you know, you're forgetting about the NHL. What about this team? Ah. How dare you disrespect my team? Like, that good okay. stuff. I got Gary Bettman on line two over here saying, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're trying not to disrespect your product, Gary. Right. We're trying, we're trying to, to help to your product. Yes. yes, yes, okay. yes. Not trying to help that product yes. as far as that goes. Terry in Florida, what irrelevant <laughs> team in any sport is the most irrelevant team in Major League in any sport right now? What you got, Terry? Well, the... You, you can't say anything about the NFL or NBA because they're so global and such a such big money. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised uh, Cheesehead, uh, and I'm a big fan, but it's the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm. They haven't done anything. Pittsburgh Pirates are irrelevant to the history of baseball. Um, uh, and and uh, Milwaukee, since they moved over from Seattle in the, in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, their most famous person is their announcer. <laughs> Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker. Yeah. Yeah. Not wrong. He's not wrong. About, think about that, what he said, that he's been a fan all his life, and he knew, brought history to the table about the Seattle Pilots. And he said, yeah, this is how relevant my team has been. When they moved from a city that got another baseball team since then that has been closer to a World Series, even though the Brewers got there but lost to the St. Louis Cardinals. And even then, you got to go back to the 80s for that with the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I will tell you also, Nuno, that we're not talking about NHL. Nothing, nothing better than being in studio when I was in New York while you guys were here in Bristol. Yeah, and uh, just witnessing the awkwardness between Max Kellerman and Gary Bettman. 
There's oh nothing, my god! There was I watched nothing, that on TV. There was nothing more awkward for me, just kind of sitting and stewing in that. Uh huh. Because Max was like, "Oh, so tell me why your product isn't relevant." Gary and Gary's like, "Well, my product actually is very relevant. We have a media deal with your network." I'm yeah. Like, oh. Okay. <laughs> that, I'm just gonna sit this one out. That's one of those you want to do. Smoke them if you got them, Nuno. <laughs> that's one of those when because usually Pat Costello, who's out there, one of our guys behind the scenes. That's what you wanted to do. This. Just go up and look. I start staring. Just turn I start around. trying to find stuff in the ceiling to start staring at. <laughs> wow. Gary's like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "I'm just." There's that many. Cr- I'm just here, no, Connor McDavid. <laughs> Connor McDavid. Exactly. Austin hey man, Matthews. Connor's a beast, bro. Uh, he oh, is. That, that's Connor's a, a beast. He is must see TV anytime he's on the ice. Connor McDavid of Edmonton, must see TV. And they've been able to promote him a little bit more. I, I, I've, over the last two and a half years, I've been to a lot of hockey games. Yeah. Like, I am becoming a major fan. It's like watching, it's like a faster version of football to a degree on yeah. skates. Yeah, I tell people all the time. Like, constantly more physical because there's no breaks in the yeah. action. I tell people all the time, you go to an NHL game and see it up close and personal in the building, it'll change your whole concept yeah, and perspective when it comes to hockey, NHL, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. What is the most irrelevant franchise in the big sports? Let us know, 888-729-3776. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. And NIL has plenty of college coaches upset. Doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, baseball. But an ACC football coach is really upset about it. Find out what he's upset about it and what he wants to do about it next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. Not too many people can use a sample from Candy by Cami or make it work, but they did that nicely. <laughs> Putting us in that kind Can't of group. Sing the chorus of this song out loud. You can, but you better make sure you're in the place where everybody's singing it with you. Repercussions. Uh huh. Consequences, repercussions. That's what we're talking about here. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. So, Jay Will has talked about this when it comes to NIL. Now, remember the conversation you and I had when it really started to take root. Jay sat back and looked at me and said, Freddie, there are going to be plenty of dudes that are not going to be happy about this. And I said, you meaning in locker rooms? And Jay Will said, nope. There are going to be plenty of college coaches that don't want players to get paid because that's not what they want. Another- well, especially when there's no structure around how they get paid. It's the wild, exactly. wild west right now. Exactly. And we have another instance by the name of Pat Narduzzi, head coach of Pittsburgh football. He is calling for a lid on NIL deals amid mounting complaints from coaches, not just in football, but in basketball and baseball. I'm sure there's a field hockey coach or two that's not happy about NIL. But here's the deal with that. And you can listen to what he had to say about this is why a lid needs to be on NIL deals in his sport and in big-time sports and college athletics. 
there's got to be a lid on it, right? I mean, I think everybody wants to play under the same rules. And, you know, in, in National Football League, they have a salary cap. I think you want to have some type of salary cap. This is what you're allowed to spend. Um, but you can't have, you know, universities that maybe have 75,000 students. You know, those guys are all former alumnus at, at some point. And when you have 16,000, you know, th- all that thing is going to, you know, it's going to matter. So I don't, it can't be based on how big your university is because we'll start building more dorms. And, you know, what are we doing? Well, we've got an education that is, is a priority. And we're not going to have classes full of thousands of kids. We're going to have small class sizes. And again, we're going to have small alumni groups as, as they as they matriculate through uh, the University of Pittsburgh. So I think there's got to be a lid on the thing. There's got to be some type of if you're going to leave the portal open, there's got to be a salary cap so people can't just go overspend. He's not wrong. Now I know a lot of people. Um, I I look. I'm able to look at things objectively, Freddie. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've had a lot of conversations with my boys about this, and pretty powerful positions yesterday and one of the points of conflation that I kept seeing as a common occurrence was that well you know if we're looking at other professional leagues you don't put a cap on how much money LeBron James can make in marketing or player X or you know Luka Doncic can make or you know Bijan Robinson an NFL player can make you don't put a cap on that I'm like ah but you're conflating the two See, now if you're telling me that NIL specifically was only about actually product endorsements, I would say, okay, but it's not, right? You have these cohorts, these funds that are being raised by the university that are kind of like, it's like Mm -hmm. um, white labeling. Like, oh yeah, we we are NIL, we are marketing, but it's, it's really a ploy. Now, I'm not knocking that for players not to get compensated. But to me, that steers a conversation more towards employment. Okay. It steers it more towards players unionizing yeah. to actually have a voice to meet at the table to build some kind of construct around what this looks like. Because now if you want to put a lid on it, now we're talking about, okay, well, the players need representation Absolutely. for their voices to figure out what the construct around that looks like. Now you're talking about unionizing. Now you're talking about more employment more so than just NIL. NIL is a cover-up word. Let's be honest about it. I mean, there are certain players that will get large endorsement deals. Absolutely. That's just how that works. The others are getting cohorts of funds that are being raised by university donors. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. Here's the problem I have with what Pat Narduzzi had to say, and you made a very salient point to back up in terms of I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at what he had to say. I just want it would have been the same conversation if he was not at a place like Pittsburgh where he's having trouble doing that. Of course not. Yeah, see, that that's the problem I have that's with the, that. That's the reality of capitalism. Exactly, and that's something that if anybody should know about that, a coach that has made a hell of a lot of money, capitalizing on being in the ACC, going to Pittsburgh, being a head coach, he has been able to give gainfully be gainfully employed to, to that kind but, of level with that. But that's me, the problem I have with that. Fair, all of a sudden, what, saying that so what, we're not Clemson, so we you, got problems. What do you want him to do about it, though? Because what there happens? Isn't anything he can I, I, do I know. About so it. what what happens though? And I I get how people are angry at this. But if I'm putting myself in his shoes, like my job is to win games. My job is to recruit. This is a business, right? Absolutely. So I can't recruit because I don't have funds to recruit and I'm losing players to bigger schools. What the hell am I supposed to do? Then all of a sudden I find myself out the door. So it is about how you're raising funds. 
That's why you have coaches at smaller schools trying to reach out to larger establishments by saying, hey, help me. Absolutely. Help me, and then I can help you in other ways. Right, exactly. Like it's, it's a tit-for-tat situation here yeah. that we're putting coaches. And I'm, I, I'm not saying that makes me feel bad for coaches. No. I just understand what, like, what the grueling nature of the business is for them. Well, I understand it as well, but here's the deal. You can win games and have a successful program. You're going to lose players more than ever before. That's just where we are with NIL and the transfer portal. You could be a 12-0 and 0 team, make the Coswell playoff, and you got to re-recruit guys, yes. whether you're at Pittsburgh, Alabama, anywhere else. I, I, all that makes sense, Freddie, but what's happening now is like the, the, the plane has you know, jumped off the cliff and it's being assembled on the way down. So everybody's like, oh, well, now all these excuses. And we're like, well, hold on a second. Like, we're still trying to build parameters around this. We're, we're assembling the plane after we've already jumped off the cliff. That's what's happening with NIL. It's not like NIL was thoroughly thought through and it was like, well, here's the structure around it mm-hmm. and here's how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And no, it's just like, okay, go. And now all of a sudden people are finding different loopholes in the system. And it's like, well, wait, is that correct? Is that right? Is that right? And it's like, well, that's capitalism. That's just business. And if that's the direction we're going, then we have to start talking about unionizing for the player. That's where it's all going. Like, I was having an in-depth conversation with Chris Murphy, the senator of Connecticut, mm-hmm. about this. Right. Like, a couple, you know, a lot about this. Like, it, it's only going in that direction. Now, people don't like it, but at the end of the day, Players need a voice at the table to talk about what the structure around this is if we are going to put caps on it. Because, the because people, it is yeah. going to get out of control and outrageous. Well, it's not going to get. It's already there yes. when it comes to NIO and the portal. And for anybody to try to talk about the romanticism about the period of college football, players were getting played, paid back in the early 1900s. It Come was on, probably, it was, was NIO and transfer portal even back then. I'm having somebody on my team that's connected to my team, that's not associated with my team, that's connected a different way, reaching out to players Who's on your roster, Freddie? Mm-hmm. And if my bag is bigger, Guess I'm going to take him. Yeah, exactly. I'm, he's going to come here. It's a different kind of recruiting that coaches don't want to deal with because they're more powerless. Well, how can you even coach your kid? Well, like, how are, you, well, how are you really supposed to get the attention yeah. of the young individual on your team to truly coach them? No doubt about that. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. Speaking of gathering attention, an NFL owner said that. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com